0: Ready to talk to your spouse about your pornography addiction but aren't sure what to expect when you do? That's the subject of our episode today. Stay tuned. the overcome Porncast, the show where we talk about overcoming your pornography addiction i am one of your hosts jack and joined by my co-host chris croats chris how are you doing it feels good to be back man it does uh for what we're officially calling season two season two <laughs> we looked back and uh to to both of our surprises this is uh, in October this will be 3 years of porncast yeah, that's crazy it doesn't feel like 3 years
1: it doesn't it doesn't it feels like we just started this um granted you know like in 3 years we've probably maybe had 20 episodes or so maybe
0: yeah we took a lot of breaks there yeah. at the beginning uh, life <laughs>
1: seems to happen you know and so we don't get to record as often as we want to but moving forward I think we every time we come back from a break we like we make this commitment, you know, like this is how it's going to be and then life happens again, you know, somebody gets pregnant and and then it's like okay, well, we'll just yeah. we'll just go back to the the normal, which is we'll record when we can.
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, you know, we we mentioned taking those breaks and stuff like that. We're officially giving this a season yeah. uh title so that we kind of know going forward okay this is for for you the listener this is kind of the structure we're going with we're planning on running these from august to or august through november and then we'll probably take december january off and then be back for four months and then take summer off i think yeah. summer is always going to be a given yeah uh, that we won't be here uh, just because we've got
1: summer's just terrible timing. cbs's and yeah. camps
0: and Everything else, yeah. That we just comes talked with. about
1: what our summer because we we've been so busy we haven't even talked for two months because
0: you know summer's busy. I, I didn't even know if you were still alive. I know. Well, I was could, I have mean, been, could have been gone. I for knew you were alive
1: because Facebook kept on. You know, you kept on changing your oh, profile right, every
0: right. once in a while, and I was like, okay, well, I, I guess he's okay. Um. But. Yeah, I was, you know, Chris Croats. That's a name I haven't heard in quite some time. Yeah. Well, you even, know, whenever it would scroll on my, my timeline, and then, <laughs> and then I just wouldn't talk to you because I had to go do other stuff. Well, even, I had time for uh, Facebook, but not.
1: You know, talking about uh, what we're here to talk about, accountability group, right? Um, oh, man. There's been times, it's kind, of, it's kind of on the same cycle. You know, it seems like uh, once the school year starts and everybody gets back into their normal um, schedule and stuff, We'll have, you know, it just, it just gets back into that schedule and it gets ingrained in, in what you're doing every week. But then it's always around the holidays and around the summer. It's like, all right, well, there's nobody around, you know, like there's nobody here to have accountability group. So, yep, um, and, and that's the, just, that's just the way of things. So moving forward, we know that. And that's what our expectations are now. See, we're learning, we're growing.
0: We're, overcoming. and we hope you are too, listener yeah uh and that you uh bear with us as we begin what we're officially calling season two uh season one being almost three years long uh season two will not be <laughs> as long uh but it will be hopefully more concise and yes. more uh more organized so oh of uh, course of course we got an email a while back i was emailed and then uh Passed that along to Chris, and and we both kind of corresponded with this guy, uh, and he was wanting to know one when the show was coming back. We're back, uh, but two uh, was wondering uh, if we could talk about the subject of talking to your spouse about your pornography addiction. And I was immediately going to respond with, "I'm pretty sure we've done that, man." Yeah, yeah. Go listen to and the go listen I to the really podcast. <laughs> I know we've talked about it somewhere.
1: I know, I know. Well, maybe I that's just that you have. and me.
0: <laughs> I don't know what we called the episode, but there's no evidence of it. So yeah, it, it's somewhere. The internet never forgets. It's well, somewhere out there. Well, One of you listening might go, "Oh, I just listened to that a while back. It's right here." In the course of us talking about
1: porn, even if the episode wasn't dedicated to it, I'm sure we've talked about it.
0: Yeah, but uh, if we haven't, we couldn't find it. We wanted to. Yeah. make sure now we have uh, this that we episode. had an episode dealing with that subject. Uh, and so today we want to talk about telling your spouse uh, about your pornography addiction. This can be, you know, husband to wife, which is going to be more common, the most common for sure. Uh, and these things also apply to wife to husband, though it's less common. It does happen. Uh, and these, these three things we're going to look at today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think answer that, that question uh, about what do I do? What should I expect when I'm wanting to tell my uh, spouse about my pornography addiction? So here's, here's the first thing. Uh, You need to plan for the worst. Absolutely. Uh, You, you should not go in with, okay, they're, you know, my spouse is a Christian. They'll be forgiving. They'll be, yeah, they will be forgiving and patient. Not right away,, mm-hmm. I mean, when you go in, you've got to expect sadness, and I know we've talked about this kind of stuff, uh like with women uh that uh they they will feel inferior, right mm-hmm. uh that it's their fault yeah uh that uh they they can't measure up, they'll start wondering about what exactly you've seen, they'll be other kinds of sadness and just general anger sent your way you have to plan for that uh, and know that going in ahead of time uh, because as we've seen with you know when uh when kids are, are caught seeing this stuff and a parent responds in an angry way what happens they get pushed further into it yeah
1: they shut, right, we, they, the child gets shut down they feel like they can't talk about it and that only worsens uh, the problem uh,
0: which of course is intimacy um, yeah and the, the the kid doesn't know it's coming Yeah. So, so when you go and talk to your spouse about this you have to go in with an understanding of okay this is probably how it's going to go
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: it's just like delivering any other piece of, of bad news right yeah uh, you you don't go in going all right I've got this uh I've got this bad news but because they're an understanding person it should be fine. Yeah. No, nah, man. You got you well, got to be ready for uh, the absolute worst to be sent your way. Uh and if you you know your I mean, you know your spouse hopefully pretty well. Probably how they're going to respond. You know, maybe you know that you need to uh tuck and cover once you tell Mm -hmm. uh well in my experience
1: in my experience jack you know both my personal experience with you know confessing um a porn addiction and also helping several couples through it i've seen a very wide um array of of uh responses here and the thing that i always tell guys uh that i'm working with if they're married um the, the problem is is that You know, I'll talk to them and they'll, you know, they'll finally be able to unload all of this guilt and all of this shame that they've been building up over years to to be able to tell their story. And they feel great. You know, they feel like Mm -hmm. the world is finally lifted off of their shoulders and they're finally able to breathe again and be the kind of man that they want to be. The problem is, is that a lot of times their wives have no idea. And so yep. they come into the situation feeling happy and elated that they're finally getting the help that they need. However, their wife is definitely not feeling that way. <laughs> and so I tell yeah. them, like like we're talking about, plan for the worst. It's going to be bad. Okay? It's going to be bad. Even if your wife isn't, you know, throwing things at you, you can be certain that there is going to be some internal turmoil happening within her.
0: Yeah. And that's, we, we don't want, we don't say this. So as to, you know, turn you away from doing that, you, you need to let your spouse know. And if you're listening to this, I mean, you're, you're thinking about telling your spouse, we're, we're just letting you know what to expect. Uh, you need to know that going in because you know, what you're saying is right. There's this huge uh, load being let off your shoulders here, Th- this burden that's coming off. You're going to feel great in getting that off your chest. And then your wife, who is hearing about it for the first time, is going to feel devastated. All that weight that's off your shoulders is now on hers. Yeah. Uh, and if you go into this going, all right, I'm going to get this off my chest. I'm going to get it out there. And then, you know, I can finally feel good again. Uh, and and start on my journey to being better. That's true, but you need to understand your wife's not going to see that the same way. For yeah. her, this is a new problem, not an old problem.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And so you have to, I mean, you need to expect that when you go in. If you don't, it's going to be a lot harder on you. Uh, so know when you go in uh, to plan for the worst uh, that this is going to be a new thing for her, a, a bunch of pressure on her at one time. Be prepared for that response. And the second one goes right along with this. Give some breathing room. Okay, how long did it take you to build up the courage to say, "I'm finally going to tell my spouse about what I'm dealing with"?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You need to understand that your spouse, who is now hearing about this for the first time, is going to need some time to decompress. Yeah. Uh, there's the shock factor of what you're you, what you're telling them. There is the uh, the anger factor, there's the, you know, as we talked about a moment ago, the the thought processes that run through, how long, is this my fault, uh, you know, what, do, what is he or she watching, uh, is, you know, why, why, what could I have done better, uh, am I not around enough, and all those things go through, that has to be processed, yep. and uh, some of that I think needs to be processed on their own, some of that may be processed with, with you, Uh, There's going to be a feeling of betrayal there and you've got to let them work through that.
1: Yeah. And uh, part of that, uh, it can also be very helpful to have them talk to another wife, another female um, that can relate to that. Um, and and help help them work through their feelings. Um, I know, and I've said this before, one of the first things that I encourage a wife to do after their husband has confessed their addiction to them is for, have them talk to my wife. Um, I don't know what they talk about exactly, but I know that they always feel better or at least they don't feel so alone in this struggle. Um, of realizing that there are other wives out there whose husbands have been addicted and have come through it. And there is hope, um, not to, not to downplay what they're feeling. And I think I'm thinking that's what my wife talks about it, that it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Um, but you know, you should, look on, you know, try to find the silver lining there, you know, realizing that you're one of the, the few wives that actually know about their husband's porn addiction and are yeah. are taking steps to end it or to, to overcome that addiction. Uh, but you, it, this this step, I think, can very be very difficult, especially for husbands. Um, because mm-hmm. in the moment we tell them, you know, we unload all of this onto them and uh we start to see that you know obviously they have a problem and like typical husband fashion we want to fix the problem right and so we might try explaining away um you know trying to fix the grief that they're feeling but grief can't be fixed it can only it's it's there to be felt and to be worked through and it's it's a natural process but it's very hard for us to sit by and just kind of wait where we're wanting to ask questions, right? You know, what are you feeling? Um, are you okay? What can I do? All these things. And really all that's doing, uh, at least from my what my wife's told me, is that is just stressing her out more. Um, and she's told me in times past she just needs time to think. Um, and I don't like that <laughs> because I'm thinking sure. about what is she thinking about? You know, well, you need to tell me what you're thinking about so I can, you know, I can help you. I can help you work through this, but that's not very productive at times.
0: And there's, there's a selfishness factor factor to all this stuff too. You know, you've just had this weight lifted off your shoulders and then you see your, your spouse going through what they're going through and you're like, no, you don't understand. You're supposed to be happy. This is supposed to be a good thing because I'm not burdened by this anymore. Yeah. And so there you go from this, I'm feeling really low because I've got this problem. I'm feeling great now because I've, I've put it out there and let her know or let him know that I've got this issue and now it's taken care of. And then you go back kind of into a valley a little bit of, you know, my wife or my husband's not happy with me and they're angry and or depressed and I just don't know what to do. You, you've got to, you got to understand this is part of the process. Uh, and like what you said, their grief's not something to be fixed. It's something to be felt, something you got to go through, uh, and something you need to let your spouse go through. And if they need to go through it by themselves for a little bit, you do that. There is an unreasonable, uh, there's, there's an amount of time where it's kind of, okay, you know, it's been, it's been a while. We really need to do something about this. Yeah. That's a topic for another episode, but uh, you do need to give breathing room, allow that uh, healing to take place, that, yeah. uh, that understanding to finally settle in and go, okay, you know what? My spouse has this problem. The shock has, has worn off. It, you know, it's not me. It's, it's this. Now let's move on to the third thing we're going to talk about. And, and hopefully this is where you get to. So you plan for the worst, you give breathing room and then third you formulate a plan together about what you're going to do mm-hmm. uh, because hopefully you're not telling this or thinking of, you know, I want to tell my spouse so I feel better about myself. Ultimately, if you don't have a plan uh, of how to get out of your pornography addiction or even if you don't want to call it an addiction, your your struggle with it in whatever degree that is, you're going to fall back into it mm-hmm. and then you're just going to repeat this whole thing again. Uh, and so you need to have a plan and your spouse, now that they know about the issue, should be a part of that planning process as well. Yeah. If, you, uh, but so, if you ahead,
1: fail to plan, then you're planning to fail.
0: I thought of it as soon as I said that. Ah. I'm like, you know, I bet Chris will say it. You delivered. You got two. Preachers. Even after two months of not talking, we're still <laughs> we're still together. We just
1: know. We just know each other. Uh, you
0: have you have to have that plan though, right? If if yeah. you don't, you're you're going to just fall back into the cycle, which is something we've talked a lot about yep. uh, on these episodes. Is this cycle of addiction falling back into this stuff? Yeah. Uh, part of that planning is not just you know how are you going to deal with the issue moving forward, but will your spouse be your accountability partner? Mm-hmm. And you uh, might go, well, of course, but that's. Not every spouse is, is, is interested in that. Yeah. Uh,
1: and th- that's, that's another thing that we need to talk about. And maybe, you know, we mentioned that this might be a, uh, another episode in and of itself, but I'll just give a, a, a very quick teaser about the oh, yeah. spouse yeah. being your accountability partner. There are, um, reasons why a spouse can be, or, reasons why a spouse maybe shouldn't be your accountability partner um and we'll talk about that in um uh, an upcoming episode about the dangers of having your spouse as your accountability partner um but simply put some can't do it and some yeah. some spouses shouldn't try to do it um because it could cause more harm than good um, but you're exactly right. Thinking about your your plan that needs to be a part of the plan. You know what what role is your spouse going to play? And of course, you can't decide that on your own. That needs right. that needs to happen in a conversation in an agreement of okay, this is the plan that we put in place. This is um, you know how it's going to work. And I know s- uh, some plans that I've helped a. Um, uh, guys that i've worked with make the spouse doesn't like it at all and so you need to go back and rework it for something that's going to work for both of you um some wives don't want they don't want to know you know they don't want to be a part of the accountability process and that's so that's okay you know it, it's this is not a one size fits all type of thing it you know couples are different people are different and so it has to be worked out um but other spouses they want to be very much involved in the accountability process. And that too can be a problem of, uh, we talked about this in our last episode of last season. I can say that now Um, (laughs) uh, talking about the dangers of, of a spouse trying to control the addiction and how that doesn't really work. Um, and so having a plan, formulating a plan, even having some of this down beforehand, again, not trying to take over um, or, you know, dictate to your spouse what is going to happen, getting their input as well, but kind of having this, the start, the starting point of a, a formula or a plan in place saying, hey, this is my problem. I've had it for a while and this is what I would like to do to remedy or to cure uh this problem and then giving them time to grieve time to to work things out and a lot of times if you have a lot of that stuff in place it's very helpful so that they know that they're you and them the the couple is not in a in a pit by themselves that there is a way out there is hope
0: and that uh as you're saying there, it's good to have an idea of what you want to do to get help. Cause obviously, you know, you've, you've not just been thinking about talking to your spouse to it. You've been thinking about, you know, I need to tell somebody about this, uh, and, and fix this issue. So hopefully you've given thought to the process of getting better. Uh, and when that breathing room has taken place and, and you're in a good place where you can kind of revisit this and come back to it, uh, it, you know, you may ask, okay, listen i I told you this because I want to get help for this because you needed to know that I had this struggle and I don't want to have it anymore uh, and so how can we moving forward deal with this and and you need to very i think calmly you know say I have some thoughts on some things that we can do to help me you know with this, but you need to let your spouse be a part of that and have those thoughts be heard and yeah. Do the best that you can to uh, make your your husband or wife uh, feel not not necessarily in control of what's going on, but feel like they have a handle on uh, the process. Uh, otherwise, they're just going to feel like they're being pulled along for the ride. You know, yeah. it's his problem. I'm being ripped along, and now it's his solution. I'm they're, being ripped along. They're already going to uh, feel so, that.
1: Um, so anything yeah. you can do to lessen that
0: feeling, um, will, is a positive thing. Yep. Uh, but we will, uh, in, in regards to your spouse being your accountability partner, just plan on that being the next episode. I think <gasps> the pros and cons Ooh. of your spouse being the accountability partner is oh, going to be a man. good episode, I can't wait. but that's what we will talk about in a couple weeks. Uh, this is today's episode though. Uh, but when you go to tell your spouse about your pornography addiction, you need to plan for the worst. Give them some breathing room after the news is delivered, and then work towards formulating a plan and executing that plan uh, to ultimately get you better. Because that's the goal. You know, there there are some other uh, websites that help with this kind of stuff that have. I mean, they they don't have the religious slant. They don't they don't care as much about God, uh, and that's fine. But our our goal here in helping you overcome pornography addiction is so that you can be where you need to be with God. To have a better marriage, uh, and to to live a better life without mm-hmm. this kind of stuff uh, in it. Absolutely. So that's the episode for today. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, Chris. Chris, well, it was good to talk to you. Um, very
1: very quickly, if you guys, <laughs> if, if any of the listeners have questions about, you know, this is my circumstance. You know, what are some. Uh, tips, or you know, what do you think I should do here in confessing your addiction to your spouse? Please email us. Our emails, our Strong Church emails, are still down. <laughs> yep, um, we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, but again, uh, you can email me at c l k r o t z c l krotz at gmail and you can email Jack at it's Jack David Dodgin,
0: right? Uh, j David Dodgin j David at gmail dot Okay. So you'll reach it- either one of us, and if you know if you, if you email me, but you want to get to Chris, I'll forward it on to him and all that stuff. But yeah. we want to hear from you about the episodes, about your issues, uh, and we want to help you through those things as best we can. So uh, let us know those things. Uh, be sure to check out the other stuff going on with Strong Church. We should have some exciting things coming up in the future now that we've got uh, some time to work on those things. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to sharing those with you. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Share this around with people that you know uh, or people that may need it and uh, encourage them to, to come talk to us so that we can help them out. This has been the show. We'll see you next time.